Let's turn to our next guest then, Online Children Conference. Today, Equal Education held an online children's conference bringing together uh, learner members of Equal Education Equalizers, our education officials from various provinces, to discuss how to address the challenges faced by yeah, learners during the COVID-19 pandemic and the realization of a charter for the Equal Education Organization. We promised to check in with EE for feedback as to how the conference went. And uh, we have with us uh, on the line uh, 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 Lie Masaliwa and Lawrence Manaka and uh, these grade 12 equalizers. Uh, and they join us on the line and, uh, you know, there are a few questions that we'd like to pose them. Uh, good evening and welcome, uh, Lawrence and Liema. Um, good evening, good evening, Ismail. Um, thank you for having us. Th- thank you. Uh, Liema? Good evening and thank you for having us as well. Yeah, we're, we're, we're all in this. It's, we, we promised. What was the aim of the children's conference? Um, should should I take that? Yes, please, Liama, Liama. Okay, I should. Uh, Liama, what was the aim of the children's conference? So the aim of the children's conference was to bring us together and to be able to engage with these education officials because most of the time we are handing them a memorandums of demands that we never know what they get to do with them. But this conference was a platform for us to be able to. To, to engage with them heads on and ask them questions right on the spot and for them to be able to, to, to answer us why they haven't been um, um, are pointing to their deadlines that they have set on their norms and standards and what is their way forward going on and um, what are they thinking should be the kind of solutions um, that they think are going to be able to to, to tackle the issues that we're facing of inequality in the South African education system. Yeah. So it was such a great platform for us as learners of um, equal education. Yeah. Lawrence, I want to ask you as a grade 12 equalizer, um, how did the conference go? How was it received? Um, the, the conference went quite well, but I'm just, you know, disappointed with um, other provinces such as Gauteng and, you know, as well as, um, I, I believe, as, um, you know, other provinces. The only provinces that we were able to host was KZN and the Eastern Cape, um, you know, I believe. So um, the conference went quite well. We were able to question them. And most importantly, we were able to highlight the demands that we wanted, you know, the Minister of Basic Education, you know, to be able to to you know, and one of the demands was that you know, she's supposed to hold a media briefing this week to give learners and parents and teachers a report on whether schools will be ready to reopen to other learners on the 6th of July. And, you know, we had a very good engagement with, you know, um, the other officials from different provinces. So I can say the conference went quite well. We just disappointed, you know, with other NECs. Uh, Lawrence, um, I want you. I'd like you to answer two questions, and 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 then um, Liam a third question. The first question, Lawrence, is what is the charter for an ed- for equal education, and why do we need a charter? And the third question that I want to put to Liema afterwards is how do we use this charter? So the charter for an equal education it is basically a document, you know, that aims to get parents, teachers, as well as, you know, civil rights organizations 
and, and, and the Department of Basic Education to work cohesively, you know, to build a better, you know, uh, schooling system. It is, it is basically a vision for a, a schooling system that we imagine South Africa can have. And we hope that, you know, the government can be, you know, able to, to, um, to meet us halfway, you know, and, and, and adopt this charter and make it part of, you know, uh, some of, you know, um, the laws of South Africa in regards to education. And I believe we need the charter, you know, for education because, um, you know, it, it is going to direct us because we understand that the Department of Education to us, and I believe it, it is lacking a sense of, you know, direction on the things that I think we should be working towards. And that is why I believe we had to fight a lot so that they can also, you know, adopt the norms and standards, the minimum norms and standards of school infrastructure, which they are still failing, you know, to, to, to deliver, you understand? And to, and this year we're also heading towards another deadline, you know, that is in November. And I don't even believe they'll be able to meet that because we find that we still have schools that are, you know, have people like twins, schools that are, you know, are, are made out of mud and schools that have asbestos. And by this time, by 2020, with them saying that we headed towards the fourth industrial revolution, I believe we should have, you know, eradicated all of those things a long time ago. Liama? Yeah. How do we use the charter? Um, so, how do we use the charter? Um, the charter in itself, it is a character which will not eradicate brick structures where most schools now stand. It will not fix broken windows or establish libraries in schools or do away with the deep inequalities of South African education system. But it will be able to educate our communities about their rights and responsibilities. And also, it will provide a strategic direction, um, you know, for a joint effort and campaign, providing a joint vision of an education system that is equal, progressive, and just. So that is what the the charter will be used for. I see. Now, what is interesting here is just I just want to stray uh, slightly from you. Uh, Let's let's go to to Lawrence. you, did you do a lot of this um, online by Zoom? Um, yeah, yes, yes. Um, we had to use Zoom. We yeah. did an online conference by Zoom. Yeah. So, so here's the question: How do you find, as a student, how do you find the, Zoom, the, the electronic media? Do you think that there's a, a future for it? I mean, there is no there is no substitute for face to face teaching and mentorship and development. Uh, but how do you find um, the communication on on electronic media? Um, I believe with, you know, um, the relevant support that we need as learners, I think, and I believe that we see a future in it, because really speaking, you know, it is interactive and we can be able to use it, and I think it is the future. We just need the relevant support from the DPE, as well as other stakeholders and, you know, uh, civil civil rights organizations that have been, you know, doing this paramount job, you know. Well, that's it. And uh, uh, Liema, what has been your experience? Um, so my experience with um, the online thing is that, yes, it, it, it gave us such a great platform to engage with several stakeholders in one place. Um, but for it to be used like as, a, an, as an alternative to classrooms, I feel like for most of us, network and data becomes a very huge problem. And for some learners, they don't have cell phones, so they won't be able to join in in the, in the, in the classroom engagement yes. that we'll be having on Zoom. But for it will only be able to reach for 
maybe about 50% of um, the learners who are able to have, who are going to be able to have a very strong network and enough data to reach out. Um, so I feel like it, in the future, it kind of will not be able to be used as an alternative to classrooms at this point. Yeah. What are you, the interesting thing you raise a very important point there. Um, where, uh, just uh, let me just remind our listeners. I'll keep you on the line that uh, we, we're listening to. Um, we have uh, two uh, equalizers of equal education with us: uh, Lawrence Manaka and Liam Asaliwa of Equal Education, um, and they've just hosted an online children's conference on education. And we certainly would like to hear from you. You can call us at oh two one four four six oh five six seven. Drop us a WhatsApp message at oh seven two five six seven one. Five six seven, uh, tweet us at Cape Talk. We certainly want to hear from you. But let me just uh, elaborate slightly on what you said. Um, I remember during the fees must fall uh, period um, at Nelson Mandela University, uh, where I was. Um, we found that it's okay to say to students they can go home and do their essays uh, online. Uh, and online learning uh, and use through Joomla and through various platforms, presentations. But it doesn't help if they don't have laptops. Yes. It definitely doesn't work because even for most learners, their strength lies in the classroom. And using um, these online platforms, as you also just said, it's not always an alternative that can be the, the ideal one, because we all know that in the in this time and in, in this imperfect situation, we wouldn't have had a better or an ideal plan. But um, the teachers are doing their best by reaching to us with um, these WhatsApp groups, these um, Zoom links. But it, it, it's only helping a minority. And the majority of children don't have these um, laptops, these um, cell phones. So what about them? Are we saying their um, their learning should be put on hold because of the electronic devices that they don't own and because of the places that they live in, they have they have poor connectivity and they struggle because they know these these um, these other apps to follow and links to follow are sometimes not zero rated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and and also uh, Lawrence, you know that you know it's unfortunate that you know the children have to use public um, uh, public transport with electronic equipment. There's a risk inherent in that too. Um, uh, come again, come again, it's mine. Uh, so what I'm saying is, uh, you you know carrying your laptop or or a tablet. Uh, in public transport where you have to use two or three taxis, you know, has its inherent risk too. Um, yeah, that is very true. That is very true. Carrying your laptop or your tablet maybe in public transport um, might be risky. But then I think um, at the very same time, I think we're moving away from, you know, the core, um, you know, the, the core information that you're speaking about here. Because I believe that like Liema, uh, like she's saying that, you know, um, not all learners are going to get access, you know, to those things. But then I think the question that we should be asking or the relevant questions that we should be asking is how do we then get the Department of Basic Education you know, 
to come and be able to offer such. Because we remember they were able to do that in the previous years. Gauteng, all metricians in Gauteng were able to get tablets. So if they were able to do that, why can't they do that just once more, you know, and try to see if the system can work? Because they keep on saying that we headed towards the fourth industrial revolution. We need to be changing how things, you know, work. And I believe, you know, education or the state of education is still going to change as much as, you know, our learners' strengths are in the classrooms, you know, we also should try and give this a chance. That's why I was saying that with the relevant support from the DBE, I think it, 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 it will do, you know, it will be much better for everyone. So I think maybe we should also try and give the system a much better chance. And yes, uh, you know, we cannot ignore the fact that, you know, the system of ours, you know, it remains cross and unequal. You know, it, it favors people who are well off, you know, and, and it disadvantages, you know, the minority, uh, the majority yeah. with yeah. Uh, people who are poor. Well, I certainly hope that the, the, the government has taken note of, of your work and your interests, and I certainly hope that you can take this forward. Uh, but, you know, I want to thank you for coming onto the show with us this evening, and we will certainly do what we can, and we can have you back to report on any progress that you've made. Um, thank, thank you. Thank you. you. Thank you. You're, you're most welcome.